Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Here's the uh, story. Dev uh, was talking about this in his news. A woman was left behind, uh, apparently, on an Air Canada flight. They parked the plane. Everyone went home, and she woke up from her sleep, still strapped in. I know. It's crazy. Uh, She, Her name's Tiffany Adams, the woman who was stuck on the plane and this was posted on the air canada facebook page by her friend deanna who she was flying home from visiting so this is these are tiffany's words i had the most incredible time in quebec with deanna i'm grateful for what was one of the best weekends i've ever had my flight home i got super comfy reading my book i scored a whole row to myself the flight was only about a quarter full And I fell asleep probably less than halfway through my short one-and-a-half-hour flight. I wake up around midnight, a few hours after we landed, freezing cold, still strapped into my seat in complete darkness. I'm talking pitch black. And (laughs) as someone with anxiety disorder, I can tell you it was terrifying. I think I'm having a bad dream because seriously, how is this happening? My phone lit up with messages and I told D I'd text her when I landed in Toronto. So I send her a message saying, OMG, I just woke up all alone on this cold, dark plane. D initially thinks I'm already home and maybe I'm just having a bad dream. So I tell her, no, this is happening. And I flip her over to FaceTime. She can't see anything because it's so dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, my phone dies. Oh, my God. So she wasted whatever juice she had left in her phone trying to prove to her friend that I have been left on this airplane and the entire crew has gone home. The plane's parked somewhere at Pearson Airport. <laughs> and now she doesn't have a phone and she can't see anything. Tiffany goes on to say, I'm trying to focus on my breathing control my panic attack while I attempt to charge my phone by plugging it plugging it into every USB port I could find, but no luck. When they shut off the aircraft, there's no power whatsoever. And now I have to use the washroom. And that's no picnic when you can't see a thing and you're trying to keep yourself calm. <laughs> I found a walkie-talkie thing in the cockpit, but no they way. don't work. So I can't radio okay. for help. I was overjoyed when I did find a flashlight in the cockpit. I I start making some flashy SOS signals out of the windows, hoping someone sees me. Pretty resourceful. Yeah. Finally, now I've got a flashlight. I'm determined to unlock the door and save myself. I feel like a champ when I get the main door open. Found all three latches with my lifesaver of a flashlight. I opened the door all the way. Now I'm facing a 40 to 50 foot drop to the pavement below. I hang my legs. Yeah, man. You think about how high those planes are off the ground. Maybe she was scared. Probably be 20, but whatever. It looked pretty scary. Yeah, I wouldn't. You can't jump. Yeah. So she's dangling her feet out of the airplane, trying to get the attention of some ground crew at Pearson. She says she could see the lights of the airport, but she's so far away that there's no one really around. She's searching for a rope so she can climb down to safety. 
Isn't there one of those emergency landing things that comes out when you open the door? Like the staircase, the inflatable staircase? Yeah, like on the, movies? the slide? Yeah, yeah. The slide into the water? I guess not. I see a luggage cart driving towards me. I'm literally dangling my legs out of the plane. He's in shock, asking how the heck they left me on the plane. I'm wondering the same thing. I had my seat an inch back. My tray was down. The flight crew didn't notice. Oh, no. When, when my seat's an inch back on landing or my tray is down, the flight crew take notice. But you missed a person strapped into her seat <laughs> and all went home. Anyways, the guy had a ladder dock. I jumped to safety. Uh, Air Canada cars pull up. They drive me to Pearson where I'm met by another Air Canada rep asking if I'm okay and if I'd like a limo and hotel. Um, no, are you kidding me? I want to go home. I have to work in a few hours. She's going to get some free flights for oh, sure. She's going to get more than a limo in a hotel. <laughs> Hold out for some cash. I uh, used uh, the Air Canada attendant's phone to call home, get a shuttle to my car. Air Canada called Monday and Tuesday to ask what happened and apologize for any inconvenience. They say they will do an investigation. They have checks in place that should prevent people from being locked on an aircraft at night. I haven't got much sleep since the reoccurring night terrors and waking up anxious and afraid. Yeah, play it up. Yeah, oh, this God. is this is work for the lawsuit here. I, I keep having night terrors that I'm alone, locked in someplace dark. This is a super long post. I'll wrap it up. Please share if you know anyone who's gone through a similar situation because I feel so alone. I mean, it's a it's a bad situation, but I don't know if it's as traumatic as she's as she's playing it up. I, but still, somebody screwed up huge. It would be pretty scary. It's it'd be crazy, like she said. If she thought it was a dream, yeah. that's the funniest part because you would not think that was possible. That's like the start of every zombie apocalypse movie. <laughs> you just wake up in some random place all by yourself. Yeah. That would be pretty frightening. Not only did the crew not wake her up, but you'd think if you saw a lady sleeping as you were piling off, you'd think you'd give her an elbow or something. One of the passengers. Yeah, right? <laughs> Unless she's right at the back. I don't know. <laughs> I just wish I we had the audio of those uh, those flight attendants getting phone calls from their, their bosses. <laughs> hey, did you notice anything uh, maybe a little weird when you were uh, leaving work the other day? <laughs> Yeah, like a lady still asleep on the plane. <laughs> well, I think this is another great opportunity. We've done this before on the show, and we got some great stories. Let's do it again. What is the craziest place you've ever woken up? The craziest place I've woken up was in a graveyard under a bush. What were you doing in the graveyard? Do you remember how you got there? Uh, kind of like, oh, because I was drinking out all night, and I, uh, I took my girlfriend home after our date, and um, I didn't feel like going home, so I just about crawled over to the where the, the easiest spot it was and crawled under a bush, and I woke up in the morning and found out that, damn, I'm in a graveyard. So, so wait, you went there voluntarily after a date. Where, why wouldn't you just go home? Uh, he was hammered. The, yeah, I was hammered, and there's uh, back then I didn't have a car, so I, I would have had to walk about. Uh, <laughs> okay. Did you ever 20. see that woman again? Did she? Was there a second date? And I actually married her. <laughs> what a catch, John! Thanks for the call. Hey, no problem. Bye.
Mom, Dad, I want you to meet my new boyfriend. His name's John. He gets super blackout drunk and sleeps in graveyards. Well, hello, John. <laughs> and he doesn't have a car. <laughs> We're asking you, where's the strangest place you've ever woken up? And just as we suspected, majority of these stories, starting with some alcohol use. <laughs> Ron says, I woke up in the bathroom stall downstairs in the Relax Inn in Windsor. Side note, I also ended up paying $400 for a new hotel room door that weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Grew up in Walkerton, went out drinking, passed out. Buddies took me to the local car dealer, found a car on the lot that was open. (laughs) They put me into the car, and I uh, was left there for the night. So woke up in the back of a car on a... uh, on a car lot. That's pretty funny. Here's a good one. I passed out after a stag and doe on the bench of the Dutton McDonald's on the 401. I woke up face to face with the Hamburglar in the playroom. <laughs> Scared the hell out of me. The beer goggles are coming off. Oh, what did I do last night? Leave my hamburgers alone! <laughs> and I was off last week. I uh, had a, a family cottage week. Refreshing, rejuvenating, and then I come back to this headache. <laughs> I can't leave for five days, Jim. Uh oh. Without you getting into trouble, we got some hate mail. We got some hate mail. Yep, we got some hate mail. This is a Facebook message that we received, Jim. It's addressed to you. Hey, Jim, WTF is your problem. I heard you have an issue with OJ Simpson being on Twitter. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Are you on Twitter? He has the God-given right to be on Twitter, just like you do. And all those people chirping about OJ being a, in quotes, murderer. Were you there personally? Did you witness him murdering those two people? (laughs) This can't be real. If you and all those other people weren't there, don't you think you should know the facts before you start gobbing off about it? I follow the juice on Twitter. And, like you and all those other losers, you need to know the facts and not just be influenced by your beliefs. I believe in his innocence, and I still do to this day. Hashtag go juice. Hashtag juice is innocent. <laughs> okay, first off, God given right? On the sixth day, God created Twitter? There's what, where, that's just a side note. What did you say mean about O.J. Simpson, Jim? I said he's a murderer. <laughs> I didn't blatantly say that. I said uh, he's I on, alluded to yeah, it. <laughs> I, I strongly alluded to it. I said he's on Twitter now and read a couple of his tweets, and then I did play the psycho. The stabbing, stabbing sound, sound effect. effect. His opening video was talking about how he wanted to get even with people. Yeah. Like, he's like, hey, everybody, uh, Juice here. Oh, I'm on Twitter. This is great. I got some getting even to do. I got me some scores to settle. And then there's one guy who has a fake Twitter account. It's called at killer OJ Simpson. And OJ's going after all these fake OJ accounts. Real OJ is. And he sent at killer OJ Simpson uh, um, a direct private message that just had 12 knife emojis. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's a murderer. 
Not saying he's a murderer. But he's trying hard to make it seem like he is. And he also wrote the book that said, If I Did. I mean, he's he's bringing it on himself by all accounts. Mm. And I think even his staunchest supporters in the black community go, We think he did it, but we're just happy he got off like white people do all the time, right? That's what Dave yeah, Chappelle said I, anyway. People, people who say... Uh, Say, uh, OJ, he wasn't found guilty. They always give you a little side <laughs> wink, right? Yeah. Well, hey, be careful what you say about OJ. He wasn't found yeah. guilty. <laughs> Innocent until proven, am I right? Well, quit gobbing off about OJ Simpson, Jim. This is poor, you look like a middle aged white woman, too. I, wouldn't, <laughs> I would never. She's never messaged us before, yeah. but this was the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> Jim Kelly making fun of O.J. Simpson, joining Twitter. We got some hate mail. Yep, we got some hate mail. Trying to potty train my son. My wife and I don't really know what we're doing. She's been reading a lot of stuff online, but it's always good to get advice firsthand from parents who have been there. Go ahead. You're on with Taz and Jim. What we did with our kids is uh, if they did go on the potty, give them treats. We're doing stickers. We got Spider-Man stickers right now. Stickers, tattoos, yeah, whatever he likes. Okay. You got to favor him. I don't want to give him treats. That's just going to make him poop more. Oh, that's, as long as it's in the potty, who cares? Here's a treat. Cheese. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Another brick of old cheddar. <laughs> Hi, FM 96. Hi, I'm calling about the potty training. Yes. Uh, so I'm a preschool teacher, and I can tell you that probably this time is the only time in his life that he's going to look at his other friends in daycare and think that going on the potty is the coolest thing ever. But I also heard something over the weekend that you should put Cheerios in the toilet so he can aim and shoot the Cheerios. Oh, okay. So make a little game out of it. Exactly. Oh, we we got him. I got him to go once. I showed him how to pee in the backyard yesterday, and he did pee once outside. Oh, well, that's good. At least he knows where to go. He has no idea how much of a gateway to being a... That's the best part of it, being a dude, is peeing outside. I'm so jealous. When we're all outside having a fire, all the guys just get to go pee, and I'm like, what? Yeah, we can even use it to put the fire out if we need to. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> Thanks for the call. No problem. See ya. Hey, you got a potty training tip for me? Uh, yeah, no, I got. I just wanted to weigh in. It's probably one of the hardest experiences I had to go through. Really? Yeah, no, I tried everything. The pull-ups just... You know, accidents in the underwear, and I tell you, literally, the only way I learned was just accidents. It made you glad you don't have kids. Yeah, no, exactly. I still have one from time to time. <laughs> this, this is hard for me. Jeez, what about a three-year-old? <laughs> I've tried it all. I just can't figure it out. By the way, these pull-ups are really small and tough to get on. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. You peacock, Devin Peacock. Time for sports. Is Kawhi staying in Toronto or what? Uh, Well, there is a report from Yahoo Sports that says uh, the Raptors are the favorites to sign Kawhi and that he is seriously considering resigning. He's going to, as expected, opt out of the final year of his contract. He's got an option for next year. 
And uh, we'll know, I think, pretty soon the NBA free agency starts at 6 p.m. on Sunday. Now, he's going to meet with a couple teams, apparently, so it may not be uh, immediately evident, but I, I, I think he's coming back. Uh, it's been kind of crazy. Like, you know, one thing I would like to, I mean, with over the weekend, people are kind of going a little bit nuts in terms of like, oh, we saw Kawhi at Home Depot. He's Kawhi's this, Kawhi's that. Like, the one thing about Kawhi Leonard is he keeps a very tight circle. Mm-hmm. And I don't think his people are necessarily going to leak, you know, on like a Wednesday of this week. Yeah, Kawhi's coming back. So what we're hearing right now are just people reading whatever tea leaves they can possibly find that seems to suggest one way or the other for Kawhi. I do have this feeling like right now today, maybe tomorrow will be he's leaving, but right now I do feel like he's coming back. He seems to really be in the mood of like they just won the championship. He's got everyone loves him. Why would you leave? Is he being smothered? You guys talked about that last week. Press mm-hmm. conference, Nav the super fan and Nav. the mayor of Toronto held a press conference saying just yeah, everyone just back up. We don't want to smother him. Nav and John Terry got a cool out. Like, you know, you don't speak for a raptor. Like no, no. I got to say, too, I like Nav a lot better when he was just kind of sitting on the sidelines and you'd see him. You're like, hey, there's that guy. Now that he's like, he's the new mascot and it's a bit much. You know what I mean? Am I, am I the only one who feels that way? Oh, 100%. He, now his opinion and he's like being interviewed. And I'm like, I listen, the guy's he's he's got a, great a cool guy. story. He's got a nice cool to story. Know he's there. But enough's enough. He's not a part of the team, technically. He pay, He's like Drake. I get it. You're a supporter, but I don't want to see you during the games other than sitting on the sideline. What do you think are the odds? Uh, Nav gets a uh, championship ring. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. He's going to get a shoe deal, man. <laughs> well, if George Georgeopoulos can get himself a London Lightning championship <laughs> ring, I think Nav Superfan can get himself a, a Raptors ring. So, you know, John Tory, if you're going to tell everyone that, you know, we're smothering Kawhi, maybe don't start it off by giving Kawhi a key to the city at the championship parade, <laughs> you know? like With a GPS tracker in <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Like uh, he's when not I was being a kid, smothered. I used to think that when you got a key to the city, it actually opened every single. <laughs> so Kawhi could go to the candy lock. store at midnight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think Kawhi's being smothered. Like he went to the Jays game, he got a standing ovation. Oh, sorry, you know, sorry for thinking but you're great. He did show up at Niagara Falls, and people were stalking him. And they all—it was like a Black Mirror episode, and they had their cameras out, and they're like MVP, MVP. And that wouldn't happen people. to Kyle Lowry? That wouldn't happen if he was like a normal... would happen to any celebrity. Yeah. It's still annoying. Sure. It yeah, wouldn't, he, it wouldn't happen deal, to him. He would deal with that, and it doesn't matter what city he's in, he's going to deal with it. If it was L.A., he, nobody would give a crap. Because yeah, there's maybe. Ryan Gosling yeah. over there two blocks away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, why would you never be uh, another little tadpole in a, big, in a big pool when you can be a... Big fish in a little pond. I did like this. Nick Nurse got up with Arkells on the weekend at Budweiser stage and performed. Uh, apparently, he's a pretty good guitar player. Give it up. Our friend Nathan Smith tweeted out. Leave Nick Nurse alone, people. He should be able to jam on stage with the Arkells in peace. <laughs> Stop smothering Nick Nurse, crowd at Budweiser stage. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. Hey, bud, you know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too, Some sometimes. So I guess she's time for the rural report. Rural? Rural rep- Rural report. There we go, bud. The pride of Mitchell, Ontario, Jim Kelly, 
likes to let us know what's going on in small towns. Where are we headed today? Kind of close, Taz, to where the Rolling Stones are playing. This is the Kawartha Lakes just west of Aurelia. This was last Thursday night. Police got a call saying several witnesses saw some guy driving erratically on a jet ski. Uh, on the Kawartha Lakes. And when the police showed up, they they, they, they misheard the 911 call. He wasn't driving erratically. He was driving erotically, Taz. <laughs> because this guy was driving a jet ski absolutely naked. Stark nakers. Stark nakers. Everything's just a flip-flopping around. <laughs> The rooster tail wasn't the water shooting out the back of the jet ski either this time. I know. You've been on a, a jet ski or a sea do before. Yeah. Right? It's a bit of a bumpy ride and you get that wind blowing. Especially, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, a hot day, things are sticking, sagging. You're going sticking, over bumps and sagging, stuff. Sagging, no, sticking, pulling, no. twisting, flapping. And by the way, I may have or may know somebody who's done some naked canoeing in their day. And they call it where the shun, sun don't shine for a reason. Because when the sun hits it, it's not used to that kind of vitamin D. You just put a little zinc on it like the lifeguards <laughs> do their noses, right? So it's all white? Yeah. Well, probably. Uh, oh, my. Well, might be a different color. Who knows? <laughs> well, on I that, don't want to profile well, on here. On that note, Taz, I just got to point something out here. The Kawartha Lakes, it's a bunch of different lakes. The lake he was almost called Lake Scugog. It's not, that doesn't sound like a urban dictionary name for baby batter. Scugog. <laughs> I know it's gross. But shockingly, the man was charged with DUI. His name is Caleb Kavanaugh, which is the first time we've heard of a Kavanaugh being in trouble for some sexual misconduct. Uh, he's from the Hamilton area, which makes sense why he's showing off the hammer. Uh, DUI, impaired on alcohol and drugs. And if you think he was just having a fun time, don't feel bad for this guy at all. He was also resisting arrest and assaulted a police officer. Uh-oh. Yeah, they've impounded the sea do renamed the sea as Doodle, and the OPP are saying, jet skiing naked and drunk, and then assaulting a police officer, a sea don't That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.